Nerds by Nerds production. Hey nerdos, welcome back to the show. This week we have a very special guest, Vince Averill joins the show. He's a stand-up comedian, co-host of the We Watch Wrestling podcast, and also a co-host on Monday Night Beers on YouTube. He is a hilarious guy. It's a very fun conversation. We just kind of shoot the shit and talk about everything. Vince was very welcoming, very funny, and just such a nice guy to talk to. This is a very big deal for me. I've been a big, big fan of Vince's for a long, long time now, so it was an honor just to get to talk to him for a little while, and he did not disappoint in any sort of way. So we'll get right into it. Enjoy the episode with Vince Averill. For nerds, by nerds. All right. So for anyone that somehow didn't listen to the intro, we are joined today by Vince Averill, stand-up comedian, Yay! musician, producer, manager, jack-of-all-trades. Yeah, man. Podcast co-host, Ruby Watch Wrestling Podcast. So, such a great podcast. I've been following you guys for years. Right on. Thank you. And thank you Definitely. for having me on here. Oh, thanks for coming on. Uh, you you also started uh, Monday Night Beers, which was just a thing with you and your friends. And now it's on YouTube. Is it on any act? Is it on iTunes? I couldn't find it on iTunes. No. So uh, so Monday Night Beers was like a, a real thing for a long time. And then we were, I was trying to actually figure out something to do with uh, Jesse Pop, who's a a funny comedian used to write at Conan. Uh, and so we decided, well, why don't we just do beers? And originally before all the shit hit, you know, we were just going to do it at like this bar, the roost that we go to, because it's always just like, nobody's in there. It's like, um, you know, a dive. Um, but then because we just started doing it during the pandemic, we were doing it um, on zoom and that, and, and we tried to look at like putting it on like iTunes and shit, but it just, I think we're just going to put it on YouTube for now. And then when we can actually get together, we'll, you know, launch it as a proper. Yeah. 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 That's what we've been doing. We're just doing these interviews, but for the most part, we've been doing commentaries since all the movie theaters are closed. Right. We started like two weeks before all this went down and we were, we were all set up to be like one week we'll do a talking point. The next week we'll do a commentary and back and forth. And then, everything closed and like oh i guess we'll just watch movies since nobody can watch movies (laughs) zoom has sort of made the watch along thing a little easier at least for us technologically speaking yeah so many conspiracy theories no one's uh no one's blaming zoom for this outbreak they they seem to be the ones benefiting the most (laughs) off of this shit you know i talked to my buddy who developed similar software uh for a startup that then amazon bought that software and it's still exists over there i don't even know what they changed the name to but i was like why why is zoom the one that all of a sudden was like the thing and he was saying he felt like they had sort of positioned themselves and they were already like being used by so many um companies so people used it for their work and so it was just like ready to pop but if you didn't know that you'd be like what the fuck where did zoom come from and why is it like the number one thing you know yeah i never heard of it and then when they started doing all the uh what do they call it remote learning for my kids oh, okay. school they're like oh yeah zoom meetings with the teacher i was like what the fuck is zoom yeah we've like, been using zoom i use uh, skype or whatever we've been using zoom for my work for a couple of years now okay yeah so i all my meetings are done through zoom either video chat or just over the phone yeah so i've been using it for a long time and the confusing thing too was like so you know for just recording our podcasts and a lot of podcasts you use a zoom recorder yeah what? so it'd be like we're going to do it on Zoom. What, which Zoom? What's it, you know? It's like, <laughs> uh, yeah. 
I just love the way Zoom works. It does so much shit I didn't even know it did. Like the automatic switching between who's talking. It's like I don't have to edit anything when it comes to videos. The only reason I know that is because Rob, the guy who oh, is yeah. our producer, he the Rock. He told, yeah, the Rock. Rob Sibley taught us everything we know. So otherwise, I wouldn't know that either. I always thought it was hilarious you guys named him The Rock and then he immediately disappeared just like The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I think we named him The Rock just to fuck with Tom, yeah. you know, his brother who used to be on the show, just to be like, you know, your brother's sweet and you're not. But <laughs> I don't remember exactly how it all happened because we used to get pretty fucked up when we recorded the episodes back in the day. Yeah, I could. I never could tell that in the beginning. And then when you guys stopped doing that and you were like oh yeah we used to be so fucked up and i went back and listened i was like oh yeah they're, <laughs> they're pretty baked it was wild dude yeah it was some wild times for sure that's all right i'm, I'm usually pretty baked when we do this podcast. we've had, we've had, a, <laughs> we've had a few a uh, few pretty good nights uh trying yeah. to get through some of the commentaries is yeah. great yeah not all these movies are gold sometimes you gotta uh, <laughs> put a little fuel in the tank <laughs> dude that's like when we you know we'll do watch alongs um of like old wrestling shows and someone from our patreon will pick and so man we've some of those three-hour shows are just a fucking slog man you're just going wow <laughs> do some of those late wcws and start wanting to kill yourself <laughs> yeah and you're just going like i don't even know what to say about this shit it's, it's not even bad enough to be funny you know and it's it's just yeah. bad you know that's movie ain't got his mask on this shit's off <laughs> <laughs> right totally yeah matt we talked to matt a couple weeks ago and uh we talked about you a little bit he said you would never give yourself the moniker of being a nerd you would you would say you're a fan of stuff you're a fan of wrestling you're a fan of music yeah do i feel don't know i mean i you know i i don't know i i guess i haven't really thought about it but i it's I certainly don't think I'm cool. I haven't, you know, it's not, it, if, if I was to say I'm not a nerd, it's, it's not out of being like, you know, shying away from that moniker. Although I do feel like the term nerd has sort of been bastardized, right? In more recent history. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's kind of how we look at it. There's, there's still a stigma. I mean, very much like being a wrestling fan. There's very much a, a almost closeted. It's, it, you don't have to be anymore, but that's the way we grew up. So you still have that, drilled india of like this is not something everybody does right yeah but it's also that thing of like sure joe manganello you're you're a nerd man you play D, &D yeah. you know with your but, wealth pack and your hot wife you ever get a, <laughs> yeah you ever get atomic wedgie at school or a fucking swirly <laughs> done on you because you because you like D, D back then like that's yeah. that's what i sort of mean but well it's also yeah. a defining of the actual word i mean if you're what we mean is like Anyone who, especially you're in the world of wrestling, you understand, casual fans. If you're not a casual fan, then you're pretty much a nerd for, for what it is. If you're a hardcore fan of whatever you're yeah. liking, you, sure. you nerd out for that thing. You fucking, you are into it. You, you'll buy t-shirts. You'll, you know, you'll get pumped for it. You think about it more than the casual fan does. Yeah, dude, totally. I, I, I completely agree. Like if when you're into something, you're just like, yeah when you're full speed ahead and that's like you know like for me wrestling music but but hardcore music um baseball cards to a degree but those are the things right where it's like it's not a oh that's cool it's like that's the shit that you're into yeah you know yeah that's i was cool. i was talking to matt about that i'm in a stepping away period from wrestling not even purposely just it's it's so draining to to watch the product and have it have it 
I don't know, just be disappointing. <laughs> like, I just hit that that rut that wrestling fans hit. I'm in my second one of just uh, I don't really give a shit right now, and I don't Ooh. want to because there's so many great people out there. But I mean, I guess maybe just WWE isn't the way right now. <laughs> Plenty of AAW I could be watching. I must have hit that right at the end of the '80s. Yeah, because I'm still. <laughs> A lot of people do. <laughs> I stopped. I stopped watching wrestling when they uh, had like the Hulk Hogan kids on Cartoon. Uh, Whatever that yeah. show. Was. When, it, when they were when little kids. Jump the shark. <laughs> That's the last time I saw anything wrestling that I paid attention to. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just like anything else. Like you know, if you're reading a, you know, a line of comic books and the writer changes or something, and it's like you're not feeling it, then you just don't pick that up for a while. And then, you know, maybe at some point for some reason you're either told like, oh, hey, it's cool again, or you just look at it at the store. And it's that same thing of like, you know, you can't like uh, my level of of into it has, has also, you know, shifted over time. But I just happen to like, you know, read the Wrestling Observer when the show's not interesting. I can still read the Observer and read interesting things about what's going on, you know, or if if you're you know when, when you're out at like, like late at night sometimes i like to watch a lot of wrestling other times i just will put on a movie or or some other bullshit because you're just not feeling it and it's not your job to fucking be feeling it like if, if the product's not working for you then then what are you gonna do yeah i mean i definitely keep a toe in the water it's a lot of either podcasting or, or youtube videos or whatever i keep i keep uh you know my knowledge of what's going on there but it's very tenuous like it's it's just uh yeah, it's just not grabbing me. I wish. Well, what it was. are you too nerding on then? Uh, lots of stuff. Comic book movies, um, sci-fi, all sorts of stuff. Mostly, just we we talk about it all the time. We very much are just cinephiles, so we nerd okay. out for just all movies. I mean, okay. we'll do anything on here. I mean, we've kept it mostly nerdy, but I mean, there's been weeks where we're like, let's do the Breakfast Club. We, yeah. we, did, we changed our mind, but I mean, we're not opposed to doing shit like we that. We haven't changed it completely. We're yeah. still going to do the Breakfast Club. <laughs> we were going to do Iron Eagle for 4th of July. <laughs> yeah, we changed that to Batman, but you know, Iron Eagle's still badass. <laughs> totally. Well, you can also, yeah, I don't think it doesn't have to always be, right? Like if, if you're into movies, you're into movies. And so it's like, it's not like uh, Breakfast Club is not the Avengers, but it's still a fucking classic movie that you can... Right. Get, yeah, get, and, yeah, and and nerd has become such, just morphed into. It's kind of like how the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has, you know, Madonna in it. It's like she ain't rock and roll, but I mean, nerd nerdy shit has just become pop culture, really. Right. So I mean, that's what it is, and and uh, we started this based on the fact that we would be doing and having these conversations anyways. We'd be watching these movies and talking shit while we're watching them so yeah. we're like let's just throw some mics in front of our face and and, and record the yeah, magic have some memories maybe other people <laughs> will like it so do you guys if you're into superhero movies are are you guys down with that what's the show on amazon called the boys the boys the yeah. boys yeah, yeah i can't wait for season two i haven't okay. been able to watch all of it because oh, my girlfriend don't like any of the shits <laughs> okay so here's the deal i've had like multiple people tell me like it's it's awesome it's great um and I have a quick trigger. I watched like, I don't even, I think I watched the first one and I just didn't get snagged. What, like, what is it that you like super dig about it? For me, it's because it's gritty. Uh, it's not the candy superhero movie uh, or superhero TV show. It's, it's based in reality of how arrogant people are when they have powers or how, 
much the power goes to their head and, and, you know, the things that can sway them to be a good guy, but evil on the inside. So you have to get through a couple episodes and by the end, you'll be like, fuck yeah, I'm just, I'm ready for the second season. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it seems it's like pretty graphic. Okay. Cause it does That's seem cool. like, um, like what it might sort of actually be like if there were superheroes, right? Is that, the yeah. I mean, it's, you get Superman movies and he's like, Oh, I'm Superman. Yeah. You know, Superman's fantastic and everybody loves him, but he's the candy, you know, poster boy for America. These guys are pretending to be the poster boy for America, but really they're assholes on the inside. And some people are trying to do good to do good, but some people are doing good only because it benefits them and you know, what's coming next. Yeah. That's so cool. how do you uh, how do you feel about all this superhero shit? Now that it's the you know it's probably the most mainstream thing in the world now. I mean, it's the highest grossing movies of the year every year. I mean, I asked Matt. He kind of he didn't duck the question, but he just kind of moved on more to how you'd feel as an artist. You lining up for this shit with your friends? I mean, are you you pumped for Avengers movies and all that jazz? Uh, no, but but I will say that like um, you know I I have sort of uh, popped in here and there. Uh, sometimes, you know, I, uh, some of them I've seen in the theater. Like, uh, I think how many how many Avengers movies are there? Four. Okay, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I've seen two. I think I saw the first one, and the next to last one, yeah. where everyone turned to dust at the end. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so I saw those two in the theater, and then, um, and then I I know that I have access to the last one because it's on. Disney Plus or something, Disney right? Plus, yeah. Oh, I think all of them are on Disney at this point. Okay. Maybe so, most. yeah. I've, I, you know, usually if I sit down and watch them, uh, uh, they're fun and I like them, but it's not um, typically something that I like that. Like the, the one Avenger, that last Avenger I saw was more like, oh, this is like a thing that's happening. So I should, I should just go see yeah. it in the theater, you know? But um, Doctor Strange was good, but I had, I certainly have not seen, um, any like spider-man past maybe like the first one or something way back when other than the one that the one that just happened that was like animated yeah, the, uh, yeah that's oh, the spider-verse one yeah yeah yeah, yeah that that's one's that's show. a great movie i'd like to yeah. see a live action of that one though I yeah because i mean i've heard you make make reference once in a while i've heard you i've heard you drop swamp things name <laughs> what's so sure like i i have you know i have a history with some comic books you know, when I, when I was younger, um, and then I'm still like, if I see a comic book store, I always go in and I always look, but, um, the last time that I was really like buying them and reading them was, uh, like around like 2000, like when ultimate Spider-Man came out, Yeah. like, uh, I was reading that book and some of the other books that were going on, but that same sort of thing where, you know, other stuff happens and the, the stuff you're reading becomes a little less interesting and you sort of fall out. And I just never, I never went back to that level, but um, I, I dig all that stuff and I think it's cool. And I, lo I love, you know, like I've never been to a comic con other than just like a little, like the little conventions they would have like in Detroit, you know, which weren't like little, they would have the, you know, the Detroit comic con, yeah. but it's obviously not the fucking, you yeah, know, it's not San Diego. Chicago one or the San Diego one or whatever. But so I, I dig all that stuff, but somehow I, I, the other thing that's happened to me is I don't go to the movies. Like there was a point maybe when I started comedy or something, but I just, I used to go to the movies all the time. And then I just stopped doing that. 
And so I think that's also part of it, you know, like it's a lot of times I'll see a commercial or something. I'd be like, oh, I got to see that. And I just don't. Yeah. My movie, my movie watching experience has gone down. It's pretty much if I don't see it in the theater, I'm not, I'm not red box and shit as much as I could be. Yeah. Like if a movie's three months old in the red box, I'm just like, eh, I guess I've, I guess I've missed that one. I mean, I could yeah. spend a dollar, but I guess fuck it. I don't know why. I mean, maybe it's just a, a part of getting older. Cause I mean, I used to go to the movies every week. I'd go yeah. by myself. I'd do sure. whatever. It was what I did. And yeah. I now, I mean, not not now because no one can go to the movies. But, I mean, before all the shit happened, I'd go like once a month, maybe. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much just those those tentpole movies hit the big blockbusters of the year and then call it good. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, right? It's like watching movies at home has become pretty sweet just based on the size of your TV and everything else and the amount of options. That it's like, it is that thing of like, well, I should go see this Avengers because that's going to be like on that screen, you know, or Mad Max or like, I kind of go to those movies or any, any, anything Stallone does more for a a joke. Like we went, we fucking got together and went and saw Last Blood and I don't regret a second of that. Yeah, I still Uh, haven't seen that. I waited for that to come out on on Blu-ray. I did. Well, you know, he just a day or two ago, Stallone said he released his extended cut i mean i'm sure you know it's like the movie is it's home alone but with rambo yeah you know he his i don't even know if it's supposed to be his daughter or what gets sex trafficked in mexico and he somehow gets the the sex traffickers to come to his house out in the middle of fucking nowhere (laughs) just across the border and and then it just he's just got fucking booby traps you know it's ridiculous. It's terrible. They totally it's set terrible. that up, though. They set that up because they had her go down in the catacombs before she gets taken to to show what he's got down there, and that right. he's still he's still Rambo, no matter what. He's still Rambo, and he still fights gorilla style in the ground. Uh, it was, I I didn't hate it. I didn't hate that movie. I didn't expect to like it because he's so old now. But I didn't I didn't hate it. Oh no, it was fun. It was super fun, but it wasn't a good movie. Right. No, I mean, no. Nah. You know, those movies, you just you, you got to know how to take those now instead of being like, yeah. oh yeah, this is gonna break the bank. It's not. This is not. No, it's like it's that kind of like Expendables. Those kind of movies, I'll always go see just because it's like it's just it's just fun and stupid, you know. Yeah, we talked about the Expendables a couple episodes ago. Why is that movie not good? Like on paper, those movies should be amazing. But they're right. just kind of trash. They're shit. Like it's horrible CGI. It's not well written. It's kind of like cash grab. Yeah, totally. I think he's just putting those movies out there just to make a buck. You know? Oh, look, I'm, I don't have any more money in the bank. Let's make another shit movie to try to make some money off of. Because people will watch it because it has all those names in it. Yeah. You know? I mean, because he's digging from the huge pile of, of people. Yeah, he doesn't. Oh, oh dude, the fucking um, Escape Plan movie that he did with Schwarzenegger. Yeah, that looked. Good. I remember sitting there watching that with Jesse Pop, and we were like, "I was like, what the fuck are they talking about? What's going on?" Like, I didn't. It seemed like a very simple movie, and I was like, "I don't know what the fuck is going on here." You didn't get into uh, the sequel with Batista? Uh, I didn't. I should, but I didn't. <laughs> they made a sequel. Yeah, yeah. That's how much I know about that one. Batista's turned out to be a guy that he seems to be getting pushed right now, and I guess maybe because he's got the Marvel name attached to him, but. He isn't none of none of these guys are the greatest actors. I mean, The Rock's the highest paid actor in the world, and he's the same fucking character in every movie. Right. I don't understand. You know, I don't even think he's that great of an actor. <laughs> we um we went to the Stuber premiere 
And okay. I remember that, uh, like the first scene of the movie, I was like, Oh no. I was like, he's <laughs> awful. He's awful. And then it got better to the point where I was like, did they shoot the first scene first? And like, he just, <laughs> you know, he yeah, hadn't done anything. And he was like, because the first, like that first scene of that movie, I was like, oh, he's fucking terrible at this, you know? Well, he's doing but, those uh, uh, Schmirnoff commercials now and he's oh, yeah. great in those. But I keep seeing that Amazon, what is it? The fucking cop and a half ripoff that he did with the little oh, girl. Right. And oh, it looks awful. He looks so bad in it. And same with John Cena. John Cena, you know, not wrestling to make all these movies and, I don't think he's great. I don't think he's right. a great actor. Well, I think it's like those guys, I, I mean, obviously with the, um, uh, whatever, whatever his name is in Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Drax. Yeah. Like he's very good at that. Yeah, and, he's great at that. you know, Cena's very good at showing up as a tattooed drug dealer at the end. It's like, don't hand him the ball. Just, just situationally, these guys can, can, you know, can do it. I yeah. Think, I just but, assume Cena got, got, hooked up with the rocks agent or something and it's starting to, out. starting to be pushed oh yeah <laughs> that uh, hair that jbl hair is he was also good in the uh the amy schumer movie but again yeah, it was yeah, like he's fine in in like bit parts yeah totally but i mean trying to make him the star attraction i'm making him vin diesel's brother in the next fast and furious two people couldn't look more not alike than those two <laughs> Right. I, you may, if you've listened, you may have, I've never seen a second of Fast and Furious movies. I've never seen any of them. Yeah, I haven't seen any since like four. Um, I have watched them all, and I can say it's time for that franchise to die. <laughs> it should have died after the third one. Yeah. But if you go from being racers on the street to espionage, uh, and now they're going to space, come on. They're going to space? <laughs> oh, yeah, this newest one, they're going to space. Uh, I was so, like, you were, you were, I, I just don't get it. You were stealing DVD players, and a couple of movies later, you're fighting a fucking submarine. Like, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it, it, it worked out for Leprechaun, man. When he went <laughs> to space. Oh, shit. Hornswoggle. Uh, Jesus. That, did you, have you seen Leprechaun in Space? Uh, I know of it. No, I haven't seen it. I think there is a scene the first one. where he gets, Leprechaun gets sucked out of a guy's dick in, <laughs> in Leprechaun in Space. Uh, just that's a, awesome. Just a fucking terrible movie. Poor Warwick Davis. Yeah. Oh. So far since playing Wicket. <laughs> um, but the, you know, the, uh, I'm not sure you may know uh, Bone Tomahawk and I've heard of that. Rollins Cell Block 99, those two movies. The, whoever made those, right? I fucking love those movies. Did, yeah, Bone Tomahawk. Is there another movie that they made? That guy yeah, made? Dragged Through Concrete. Oh, Drag Across Concrete. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. I haven't seen any of those, and I want to, because apparently they're all amazing. Dude, Bone Tomahawk and Brawl and Cell Block 99 are the two that I've seen, and those are both fucking tremendous. Like, when you can, when you can take Vince Vaughn and make you kind of forget that you're watching Vince Vaughn, then, then something's, something's cracking. Yeah, he's had an odd career, because he, he did used to do serious movies, and then he went all comedy, and now he's trying to drift him back into the dramas. Right. Well, you know the story on um, how he ended up in True Detective Season 2 was he was trying to reboot Rockford Files, and he tried to get that guy who created True Detective to write it, and he was like, I can't do that. I'm, I got other shit going on, but I can put you in, in this, you know? And then that season was, by all accounts, abysmal. I, I watched it. It was fine, but it was compared to the first season, it obviously was garbage, but 
Yeah, I haven't seen. I've only seen the first season. It's great, I've and I just kind of everyone shit yeah. on the second one so much that I was like, oh, I guess I'm not watching this. <laughs> yeah, third one's okay too. Second one, the the crazy thing to me about the second one is like Colin Farrell, who's a great actor. I feel like in that show, it's like he's he's incredible, and then he's terrible, and it's like, well, at that point, I guess you got to blame the script or the story or something else, you know, because he shouldn't ever look bad. You know, yeah. you wouldn't think, but yeah, it is a, it is a, it's a little bit of an up and down cast in that season too. It's like you have like four great actors, and then that guy from John Carter of Mars that no, that's a huge career the vacuum. I don't even remember his what's his name T- Taylor Kitsch. He's oh. not a he's not a great actor. Okay, I think he plays uh, Amy Adams' boyfriend in that or something or partner cop partner. I remember seeing him in the trailer, and I'm like, why did you have Vince Vaughn, Colin Farrell, Rachel McAdams, and this fucking jabroni? (laughs) Yeah. It's been a couple brain cells. I don't remember, but I'm sure it was terrible. Yeah. I just started uh, Dark on Netflix. Uh, It's this German time travel type weird movie. that It's a TV show, and it's in its third season. I just started the first season. It's a train wreck, but I can't not watch it. (laughs) It's one of those. Uh, it's totally. about a cave, and you go into the cave, and you time travel. <laughs> people are missing. People are dying. People are coming up with no faces. It's it's crazy, but it's oh, all dubbed beautiful. in English. Okay. So it's it's that's what the train wreck is. Is trying to watch their mouths move <laughs> and watch the English accents come in, and you're like, that doesn't fit that person's voice. That didn't work. But I can't stop watching it for some reason. It's just it's got me mesmerized. The story is yeah. just crazy. It is a, it is a strange phenomenon when you're like I don't really like this but I I just now I got to finish it or I got yeah you know, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like five shows in and I started it two days ago and I'm like uh yeah we're gonna keep riding this train and see what happens yeah I wonder if uh, if there wasn't a pandemic going on you might be like you know what I might just uh, go down to the store or something yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I might go find a bar to drink at to yeah, watch exactly, away this yeah. TV show. <laughs> So what would you say your your genre of movies is? Are you just kind of everything guy, or you you got a specific specific uh, thing you're into? No, I don't. I don't. I know you don't fuck with horror. I do. Yeah, I can't do scary stuff, um, or stuff that you know anything where my mind is like, why? Who thought this up? Why did they? Why was this thought of? You know, like of course we know there's terrible shit. Why are you? You know. Um, and I don't even like, you know, um, uh, what was that? Um, the fucking, the big Sandler movie from Christmas. Uh, oh. The, the big jewel in it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uncut Gems. Yeah. Oh. So like yeah. even Uncut Gems is, it was too much for me. I don't like to be sitting like this, you know, like. Tense. Yeah. Yeah. And so like literally that movie at the start of it, when as soon as he hands the thing to Kevin Garnett, be like he's like yeah you can have this overnight i, I just i left the theater because <laughs> i was like i don't I, I also have a hair trigger for leaving movies in the theater because i'm like like i've never seen the end of 40 year old virgin you know if, if i'm going like what the fuck is going on like wh- how much longer can this shit and then i'm like yeah. you already paid for it you're not getting your money back why am i going to waste any more time so so yeah. i don't like um yeah i don't like being uh, like suspense isn't always good it can be okay you know like uh, i liked um parasite was fine um but but that shit like those guys do with um uncut gems and the other 
good guys or whatever they're good the whatever the movie was before that that are both just like you know you're fucking freaking out the whole time it's not my jam but uh i do like um i like like 70s movies a lot you know like um the last detail um you know shit like the some of the westerns like there's that western um the missouri breaks with nicholson and uh brando that's awesome um uh i was just watching uh california split the other day so i don't know about a genre but i do like that like period where like movies have sort of become more what they are now instead of uh you know the end of the 60s where it's like the handsome dude with the haircut and it's you know yeah. yeah this is how like you know when like hal ashby and all those guys come in and and sort of like you know easy rider like when that shit starts to happen like i do like and even some of the like weirder uh do you guys know night flight it's i've um, heard of it but I it don't. used to be a show that like covered you know like new wave and and like underground music and shit but they have a, a streaming app now that has all of their old like night flight shows but it also has music documentaries but it also has just like weird you know spaghetti westerns you've never heard of and kung fu movies and horror weird like foreign horror like so on there you like i can just dip in and find all kinds of weird shit uh so that's that was not really an answer to your question but uh <laughs> no that's perfect. i guess i don't have a genre like other than not scary stuff yeah, <laughs> uh, my my wife hates it because I'll I'll go on to like Tubi and I'll watch the most ridiculous old, uh, like random rated B movie from the seventies. She's like, "How do you watch this?" I'm like, "It's great." Yes, I don't even know what's going on, but it's great. <laughs> there was a movie I just found that was I think it was on Tubi and on Amazon Prime. It was like, I don't know if it was called Sunset Strip. No, Sunset Strip's like a classic movie, but it's like, or no, it's called Van Nuys Boulevard. Oh. And it was literally just some dude who like wanted to race his motorcycle and he lived in the sticks. So he went in to Van Nuys Boulevard and there's just like, you know, naked women that aren't supposed to have no reason to be there. And like people racing motor, it's just, just fucking stupid, but it was like, yeah, it's that kind of thing. There's also a movie um, called little Foss and big Halsey, which is a Robert Redford movie that like, I think he must have wanted wiped from history. <laughs> But it's just him and the um, the the little weirdo dude who's in like Bonnie and Clyde and maybe Harold and Maude. Uh, he kind of looks like a grown-up version of uh, cousin what's his fuck from Brady Bunch. Uh, you you'll you'd know him. He's been yeah, in a bunch yeah. of stuff. But it's it's him and Robert Redford as like these two motorcycle racers. And it's just like, it's, it's ridiculous. I, uh, there used to be a, a cable channel called like speed or something where it was all like kind of motorsport stuff. And they just yeah. played this movie one night and I was like, what the fuck is this? And then uh, I went to Midtown comics cause I was living in New York at the time and they had like, you know, a bootleg DVD of it, but I don't think it exists as an actual release anywhere to be found, yeah. even though it's a fucking Robert Redford movie from, you know, whatever fucking year it is 69 or something wow yeah you'll run into shit like that i saw some jack nicholson movie the other day and i was like how have you never heard of this it was from like the mid 80s and it's yeah. like oh yeah like people would just do shit when you just yeah. didn't know about it like there was straight to video at a time there was no straight to video like they were low yeah. budget shit that they just somehow 
all their money went into getting one named actor. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the crazy shit now too. Like you see people for a while there was like the only Bruce Willis movies you saw were the, just some weird thing that popped up on streaming, you know, yeah. or, or like, but a lot of other actors like that, when you're, when you are like going through Tubi and shit like that, you're like, the fuck do they make this movie? What is this? And you Nick know? Cage has become the king of the straight to video movies. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah. That's that dude is, is insane obviously. But like, uh, I, um, I think it's uh, one of the festivals, Mondo or one of those that they do out here. And we went and saw um, this movie called Dog Eat Dog. Crazy movie where Willem Dafoe is like, he fucking brutally kills this woman in the start of the movie. And then uh, yeah. Nicolas Cage is in there. But at a certain point in the movie, Nicolas Cage just takes on an accent that he hasn't had the entire movie. <laughs> and... And after the the viewing, so Paul Schrader's there and Nicolas Cage is there. And Cage is just like, you know, he's just like cocked back. And he's just like, ah, I recall I was making a film in Marrakesh when you reached out to me about this. And then they start talking about the fact that he just like, just a choice that he made. He decided like it would be best for this like ambulance driver or whatever the fuck he played in the movie to just start to be British with about a half hour to go. It was very <laughs> weird. I heard a similar thing lately about that. Uh, remember the movie Cool World? Yes. Uh, Kim Basinger, Brad Pitt. Apparently, Kim Basinger decided about three quarters of the way through that she was going to try to make that a like a kids movie. Because <laughs> she's like, well, it's animated, and I don't really, I don't want it to be adult, so I'm just going to start changing my entire character to make it a kids movie. So they're like, yeah, we had to horribly edit around this to try to keep her character the same. She's like this yeah. sex field maniac, and then she's trying to be a regular Disney character. <laughs> and then you wonder, like, what? Why? How come she doesn't do movies anymore? Yeah, oh, yeah. not yeah, a, not a mega a hit. Weird, weird guy named his son Kal El after Superman. <laughs> they just started doing throwing up a bunch of uh, YouTube videos of all these actors that are interviewing. I think it's Vogue. Is it Vogue or Vanity Fair? Somebody's doing all these interviews with actors. And I tried to watch the one with Nick Cage the other day. And what they're doing is they're going through all their famous movies and their favorite characters and they'll, they'll discuss each one individually and it's like you're delusional i can't handle you so yeah. i had to shut him off I, I watched the entire stallone one it was great i watched the entire uh yeah. arnold schwarzenegger one it was great but i couldn't get through nick cage i just couldn't i think that's that's the genius of leonardo dicaprio he like people you just don't know that that guy does not sit down and do interviews you know it's like at some point you sort of know like, okay, he's, he's environmentalist and this and that, but like you don't know too much about that dude. And I think that's, that's always better if you're like, you know, doing serious movies. Cause then it's like, you can't, it's not, it's not colored by like, Oh, I, don't, I already don't like this guy or I don't, you know, or I know that he's said this or that and he's an idiot or, or whatever it is. But that being said, Nicholas Cage is fucking, you know, I mean, I didn't think he could do better than the, the first bad lieutenant, and then he made that one port of call, which is is awesome. And yeah, but I have I've been sitting on that. I've been meaning to watch that because everyone says it's better than the first. I mean, it it, it is good. Yeah, I mean, he's he, he he can do it. He can act, but he you probably don't need much else from him. You know? Yeah, he's just such a weird guy. I saw I saw <laughs> an interview on a British talk show. It had to be around uh, raising Arizona time comes out in a in a leather biker jacket he's doing cartwheels down that entrance ramp he's got to be coked out of his mind he like runs around the back of the couch does a front flip over onto the couch 
And the interviewer is like, oh, you're very excited, aren't you? He's like, oh, I'm so happy to be here. And he's like, just sprawled out, like puts his legs up on the couch and shit. And it's like, you're just a fucking nut. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's that thing of like, what, what is his day to day? Like, what does Nick Cage get up to when he's not like <laughs> on a movie set? It just, you just yeah. you can't help but wonder, like, what kind of wacky, wacky shit is this guy? Well, yeah, getting know. his dinosaur skulls repossessed because of his uh, unpaid taxes and all this other shit. Well, he's still okay. wearing that leather jacket because in his interview, he had a white leather jacket on. He was talking about mm-hmm. how expensive it was and what kind of jacket it was. It's like, who cares? Just yeah. tell me about your movies that nobody wants to watch. Well, a few years back, he was married to that chick for about 45 minutes. Right. <laughs> married in a, in a casino, and then like 20 minutes later, we're fucking fist fighting in the lobby and shit. <laughs> How many Ghost Riders did he make? Just one? Two. Yeah, the Two. second one is somehow worse than the first one. It's crazy. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'd like to forget there was ever a second one. So. Okay. But the first one was okay? Or no? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you should, you should watch that episode. We tore that one up. Yeah, we did. Ghost okay. Riders. All right. Yeah. It is awful. We absolutely we went through that one, and just we were not nice about it. Great cast, but just a bad movie. You got yeah. Sam Elliott. You got Peter Fonda. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Phenomenal cast. Yeah. Even is there... there is is ghost Rider like i remember seeing ghost rider you know in the comic book store as a kid it just never you know maybe past like an initial like oh that's like this dude's head's on fire or whatever but was that like a book that you guys actually or like a character that you were into prior to that or no not really i mean it was always there but he is like a c or d list character yeah i read a few of the comics when i was a kid but it wasn't the it's not the go-to comic for me because i didn't like um when I was growing up, I didn't like the brutal comics. I didn't like the ones where, you know, they were like, I didn't like the Punisher for the longest time, but now, you know, I love them all now. Yeah. When I was a kid, I was like, ah, oh, the Punisher's too graphic for me. And I, I guess they're rewriting and retooling all these characters. So they're more likable. Okay. So, well, that's Ghost the thing. Rider. I don't think I've heard anybody ever go like, oh, I fucking love Ghost Rider. I've got every issue. It's my favorite. <laughs> like I, like, yeah, I don't remember. Loves Ghost Rider. Nicholas Cage loves Ghost Rider. Oh, yeah, okay. They had to cover up his Ghost Rider tattoo yeah. to be in the movie. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Yeah, he couldn't have Superman, so he needed to be Ghost Rider. Yeah. So Yeah. yeah he's You're... not 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 the biggest biggest character in the world. He's just kind of like he's good when he's with other people type of thing. Okay. Playing out with a Doctor Strange and then they'll do some cool shit. Yeah. Yeah, maybe he should have been Doctor Strange. <laughs> well, I got the strange part down. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk. Let's talk more. Let's talk some wrestling. You love wrestling. I love wrestling. I, I said to Matt, we are if if being a nerd is is a, is an isolating thing enough. Being a wrestling fan is like a inner circle of being a nerd because it's even more isolating, even more closeted. I mean, you could tell people you're into Superman, and they might be like, all right. If you tell someone you like wrestling, there's a there's probably an eighty five percent chance you're gonna right. get some uh, pushback on that for some reason. Definitely. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I did like even not, not probably not too long before I met Matt, I was, you know, I, I didn't tell anybody about it. You know, I didn't really, I wouldn't talk to anybody about wrestling. Remember there was one time, um, I was at the old UCB and I, and there was a McDonald's on top of it. And so I went to the McDonald's and there was a couple dudes in there that I knew who were comics and they were like exchanging some tapes, some wrestling tapes. And, you know, so I was sitting there talking to him about it. And then some other people came in and I was like, guys, just so you know, I'm done talking about this now. You know, like I just, I had no interest because there is that, you know, it's like 
there's that stigma around it like to today where it's just like somehow you're stupid like i'm you're not going to trick me with that stuff you know like the, the person who's like I don't, I don't like that fake crap you're you know and and somehow like they're you know um they've been threatened you know and it's like no no one no one thinks it's real and no yeah. one has for a very long time that i'm aware of but it is that thing that goes beyond like comic books or whatever else where it's like oh you're getting conned man you don't even you you're just watching fake shit and you don't even care or know or something you know yeah everybody's first response is always like you know that's fake and it's like well you, what the fuck do you watch that's real like you know <laughs> yeah. Kiefer Sutherland didn't really save the president last night like, like, right it did yeah that that has never made sense even people that are in reality tv it's like you're watching the fakest shit you could possibly fucking watch like that is the most overproduced bullshit i really like, think it's like an old like it, it has somehow just held on for generations from whenever it was a con, you know, somehow like that has just sort of like still permeated with people who were not ever really into it, but just aware of it and knew that it was like a trick or something, you know, I just don't know why that has like held on, but it, but it is that way. But those are the same people who will, you know, or the people who don't want to get duped will be like, well, that was now that was real, right? This yeah, you other really thing with that chair, though, right? Yeah, right. But they're like they're trying to sort of like um, you know navigate it, and and you'll get those questions from people who aren't into it or who think it's fake. But they'll be like, "Wait a minute, but but that part, right, was real." The same people who will send you, you know, I'm sure you get the friends who just send you that same article when something like big enough yes. happens that it goes out into mainstream, and then, hey, did you see this, like? video it's like come on yeah know? i get that a lot here's this gif you see this gif i don't know yeah. who this guy is but he's a wrestler clearly so you must like this <laughs> so this i should stop sending videos? <laughs> <laughs> i'm notorious for that with josh but at hey, least josh. you know who hulk hogan yeah, is. Like, <laughs> hey this idiot uh no this guy i don't know who he is but here you go <laughs> yeah I, well i feel like you guys are tight enough it's like it's like the people who you know you haven't talked to in a couple years and they're not they're not trying to be shitty but it's just that thing of like it's a phenomenon for people for wrestling fans or i'm sure pe- fans of other shit people on the outside who will send you something like and you're going this is this is kind of one-on-one but thank you you know for looking yeah. out yeah my stepmom sent me a gif with uh, or a meme with jimmy snooker in it the other day and i was like you have no fucking idea who this is <laughs> <laughs> like my, my fiance will do that she'll be like oh is, is superman gonna be in this movie i'm like no 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 dear <laughs> he says the wrong not company Narnia. we're not we're not gonna about? discuss this <laughs> uh, superman doesn't show up in the lion witch and the wardrobe <laughs> <laughs> so yeah uh how did you even get in wrestling i mean you you grew up in detroit i mean that was a bit of a wrestling area back in the day but i mean how did you what what are your first memories of of watching wrestling well i mean the the thing is that i was in you know fourth third or fourth grade or something when the shit hit you know like when it like wrestlemania is in 85 and you know i'm in like i said like third grade or something so it was like everybody was into it you know all, all the all the all the boys you know or at least a lot of them most of them who were, who were allowed to see it or whatever were super into it you know so i think it it just that's exactly how it happened i but i don't recall like turning on the tv on saturday and finding it myself or something 
I feel like yeah. I must have just found out about it. And then Hulkamania um, just ran wild on you. Yeah, pretty much. So then, you know, 85, I went to my first show and it was like kind of for my birthday. But I still remember that like my dad must have been resistant because he didn't go to that show. And, you know, he was he was a, a sports guy, he was a coach and everything. And so I don't remember him out, outright like being like, fuck that. But he I know that he wasn't like super on board and that like that one I had to we went with my, our neighbors and then the ne- I didn't go to another show until 87, which was WrestleMania three. And I went to that because a kid that I was in found out, you know, had gotten four tickets for his birthday. And so I just straight up fucking politic that one, you know, <laughs> I was like, I'm, I am Bob Regal's best friend from now until I fucking get a ticket to this show. Yeah, <laughs> you know, this guy doesn't annoy me in the next few months. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to th- think that it was that um you know uh manipulative but i do remember being like i gotta get into this thing um don't be so yeah i think i think it was just a product of the time you know like i was right place right time to like be grabbed by it i suppose yeah i'd do that shit now to go to mania i've never been to mania you've been to (laughs) you've been to a few manias now i've been to a bunch of manias yeah you got to do it man uh i don't know you've been to a lot of big manias as well yeah, You've seen some well, historical shit hit to happen. I was, uh, yeah, I was traveling. I would, you know, um, I was my, my, uh, the credit card debt that I had for a long time would indicate that I was traveling, uh, to shit I shouldn't have been traveling to, but I, but I look back and say, you know what? I wouldn't have been able to see that shit if I didn't fucking go over the line. But, um, you went to 17, right? Did you go to 17? Yeah. So I was, was I was, Detroit? so I see, I have trouble with the numbers. So, that's Other than a, three, Rock, oh, no. Rock and Austin in the Astrodome. That's yeah. 2001. Yeah, I went to 2000 the year before, but that was 2000 was like the la- one of the last times that they did a basketball arena. You know, so then the next year 2001's in the Astrodome, and then they're doing like stadiums. Other than I think like 10 or, or excuse me 20 when they went back to the Garden. But yeah, and so I remember after, even though the Rock Austin one was awesome. Um, I think between saying to myself, like, I'm never going to be able to afford to be close enough to fucking, yeah. you know, and Austin turning heel and the business kind of going down and being less interesting. I then didn't go again until 06. Is that the one in Detroit? 06 or 07. When it came to Detroit, then I flew home from New York and went to that one. But, uh, and then since the show with Matt, you know, we, we were lucky enough to like go pretty much every year. But it's not like now, now that the weekend is surrounded by like all these other shows and WrestleCon and all that shit, like the actual Mania show is, is sort of an afterthought because it's like so long. And again, you're in this giant stadium where it's like you're in the lower bowl, but it's, you still have to watch it again, you know? So it's like, but if you haven't been and you're a wrestling fan, I feel like you, you got to just go and be like, I've, I've experienced yeah, it's just on a bucket it. list. I'm definitely willing and down to go. I've never been to any show like that. So. Yeah, it's just like Comic-Con. Comic-Con's on the bucket list. Mania's on the bucket list. Like I meet my wrestlers just in weird places. <laughs> oh, yeah? I had, I met, was, oh, the Nature Boy. I've met him twice now. Uh, I was living in North Carolina, and I ran into him in a tiny little town called Boone. He came into my store. I worked for Staples at the time. He came into my store to buy – uh, his daughter, all sorts of stuff to go to school at App State. Okay. And I sold him all that stuff. It was fantastic. And then two years later, uh, I was in Charlotte, North Carolina, and he came into my office depot to buy a desk. Hmm. And he asked me, straight up said, hey, 
you know, you want to come to the house and build this for me? And my store manager was standing over my shoulder. Uh, I, 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 I winced. I was like, oh, sorry, I can't. Uh, yeah. But here's our company that'll do it for you. Uh, no, I'm going to come to the house and build it for me. We'll drink some beer. I'm like, shit. <laughs> shit. And my yeah. boss is staring at me. And I'm like, fuck. I really want to do it. I did. But. I lost an opportunity. If you had been a big wrestling fan, you probably would have been like, I'll find a new job. I guess. Yeah, I, mean, I, yeah, I would have <laughs> said, fuck Office Depot. <laughs> I can work at McDonald's. Yeah, I should have. I definitely, I do regret not taking that opportunity because, I mean, just, just to be there. Yeah. It was like a 10-minute job with this desk, but to just sit there and talk shit and drink beer with sure. the Nature Boy, why not? The guy's Please. epic. Uh, it does, that does feel like a rite of passage for anyone who's lived in North Carolina. I feel like... Most people who have lived in North Carolina be like, oh, yeah, I ran into Rick one time. Uh, you know, like. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> My grandma had sex with Rick. <laughs> right. Those kind of stories. Wow. Well, he is to be my granddad. So. <laughs> two times in two different office supply stores. That two times. Crazy. Yeah. And they're like 150 miles apart. So uh, the college town that I worked in was, it was uh, where App State University is. And his daughter was a freshman. Okay. So he just bought, I can't, I can't remember. He spent an astronomical amount of money to outfit her dorm room. <laughs> <laughs> and I was there for the whole thing. I'm like, oh shit, this guy is just impressing the shit out of me right now. But uh, the one in Charlotte, that was really unexpected. Um, that was just a couple of years before his, his son passed. Uh, okay. And that's who he was buying the desk for. Ah, uh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I listened to his conversation because his son had called and he's like, oh yeah, we're, you know, we're at Office Depot and we're buying you a desk. And, uh, if if my dad had ever spoken to me the way he spoke to his son, I'd have loved my dad for the rest of his life. <laughs> it was a nice. I was like, could you be my dad? Uh, could you could you take me home? Because <laughs> you're yeah. just the nicest guy I've ever ever heard on the phone. He's, he was just so nice. And I'm like, ah, yeah. That's I think that may have that may have been been a bad thing because it sounds like Rick was maybe more of a buddy to his son than yeah than a. Than a other and and it may well who knows i'm not here to speculate on that but yeah making up for those years of not being home i guess so yeah it's it's a shame that like as i sit here i'm not even you know mania is in la this next year but i i just don't i can't picture what it's actually gonna end up being you know yeah. Like if, yeah. i i just don't picture a football stadium full of people by april but hopefully no they'll be filming that thing live and comes through in the audience well, that's what they did this last year. Yeah, yeah it's awful. They had their performance on there. I don't know, how do you how do you actually get up the care to go in and perform for an empty room? It's called uh, do it or lose your job. Probably, I don't know. Yeah. It's like these NASCAR drivers racing for nobody. Their friends yeah. and family can come and sit in the audience, but I mean, when you're racing for a hundred people versus you know a hundred thousand people, it's it's got to be just why am I doing this now? That I know very little. On NASCAR, but that at least feels like you're so dialed in on fucking going as fast as you can and and keeping it on the road that you may not even be as aware of how many people are there as as you would be in a wrestling ring. But I, I, maybe that's not yeah. right. I don't not know. like you're gonna hear them cheering you on over the engine. No, right. but I mean, some of it's got to be hype, you know. Versus, ah, my fans are here. I'm gonna sure. do this. You know? Oh, hey, my my kids are here. Great. Those <laughs> guys watch me die at any second. <laughs> Do those Sorry? guys piss in the those guys piss in the car? What do they what do they do? Yeah, they, 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 they have suit. a they have a siphon suit, so mm. astronaut style. Yep. Damn. All yep. right. You remember uh John Cronus? Mm -hmm. uh, Terry Saturn's tag team partner in ECW? Definitely. 
Yeah. Yeah. He used to live the eliminators. Yeah. He used to live in the exact same town we live in right before he oh. passed. He lived, uh, right, literally right down the street from me. He was neighbors with my, my friend. And, oh, uh, he was the coolest dude. He, he wouldn't, he'd, he'd walk around, he'd come into Walmart with his ECW hat on. He was, <laughs> he was not in good health. <laughs> he was, his hips were shot, his knees were shot, uh, everything was, but it was, it was a cool thing to just be like, oh, there's, there he is. There's, you know, you just have a fucking wrestler walking through your Walmart every other day. Yeah. I don't think I've ever lived in, you know, a town, I mean, other than a big city, but I haven't lived in a town where I like, oh, I mean, Rhino lived a couple towns over, but it wasn't a situation where I was ever going to probably run into Rhino just on the random, but you never know, I guess. But Yeah, it was so weird. I'm like, oh, I was like, my buddy was like, oh, there he is right there. I was like, why is he here? Like, what the fuck <laughs> would land you in the middle of New Hampshire? Like, most people don't even know where New Hampshire is. <laughs> yeah. I got that when I lived in North Carolina. So I, somebody asked me where I lived. I said, I live in New Hampshire. He's like, hmm, that's up there near Boston, right? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, some someplace near Boston. Okay. So just, you're both from New Hampshire? Oh, yeah. Born and then you lived in North Carolina. I did. I spent about 10 years in North Carolina. Yep. Okay. And it wasn't until I moved back up here and went to a Comic-Con that I ran into uh, whatever, Rowdy Piper. Yeah. Oh. I ran into him at the Comic-Con uh, just a year yeah, like, before he passed away. Not even. I was like two months before Was it two months? Oh, I, was, I thought it was here. Yeah, I was supposed to go to that, and then I was sick. Yeah, Josh had, he had something else to do, and I took my wife, who was not willing to go to a Comic-Con, <laughs> Uh, but when she got there, she's like, this is great. Can we do it again? I'm like, see, see, you do like stuff. <laughs> yeah. Roddy, Roddy was always cool. You know, there's certain guys like who aren't cool. They got those kind of things, you know, you like in flair, I had great experiences with like Piper funk. Like these guys are always, we're always like super nice and like overly, you know, it's like friendly and you didn't feel like they hated being there or you know it was just for the money or something we had a we had a local indie show at our high school and abyss was there because arian was there and jake roberts was there and abyss was the nicest dude in the world he'd sit there and let you take free pictures shoot shit with you because arian was all right and jake roberts was the biggest asshole on the fucking planet and there and- dude and he's he's doing inappropriate shit in front of the kids, and it's just like, why the fuck are you even here? <laughs> yeah, dressed like the great Kali, baggy silk, red pants on, <laughs> just like the the Punjabi playboy. Yeah, maybe it was the demons, but the fact remains, uh, yeah, he he was not the nicest guy I ever met. <laughs> no, but yeah, I mean, how are you feeling about current day product? I mean, I know you just you kind of love everything. You mm-hmm. you'll take the good with the bad. But uh, yeah. how how are you feeling about AEW? I like AEW. It's it's the that I most forward to um, during this this pandemic. Uh, it feels it's just like it's it's just fresher. There's matchups uh, like even I think I just said this the other day. Uh, even when it's guys I'm not as interested in. Uh, it's just the way it's presented. Just it, it, it just still feels new and different to me. Um, the first this 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 last Wednesday of the show was great. They're doing that two weeks of their fighter fest. That was a fucking great show. So I, I dig AW. Then everything else, I kind of you know just sort of check out and then either fast forward if I need to or whatever. Uh, but it's certainly hard to get up for for a lot of what's going on and, and and obviously a portion of it is no crowd but but some of it's just you know 
the stories and the people right now are not doing it for me, but, uh, new Japan cup is great. Um, and then like, yeah, like you said, there's certain, like I can find something on every show, but it's not like three hours of raw is ever going to fucking be consumed by me right now. It just isn't going to happen. Like I'll, yeah. I always am just fast forwarding, you know? It used to be, you know, you'd be pumped for mania for four months. And now I, I, I don't think I've watched WrestleMania in two years. Cause I'm just like, I don't, I don't want to sit there for seven fucking hours. Like it's just too much. Well, more like, than that, it's just like the build, you know, you're just going like, you know, even, even when you're going to it, you're just like, all right, well, this will probably be fine because these guys can wrestle good, you know, but you're not like up for what's happening. Yeah. 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 Nothing seems to matter, which is uh disappointing, but mm. yeah, AWs it's, it's pretty good. It's not, I don't think it's, everyone expected it to be the most amazing thing they've ever seen. And I don't think, you know, they're not knocking it out, you know, grand slamming it but i mean it is it is good and like you said it is nice to see not even just fresh faces but fresh matchups i mean i think that's why ww is so boring how many times have you seen everybody on that roster fucking fight each other i mean sure but then they're also about a pay-per-view when you've just seen people wrestle you know two weeks ago on raw or whatever yeah they also just do those things like you know there was like a thing where taz was breaking down like the parts of moxley that were like going to be weakened by cage like they just do these other things or they you know they have the the rankings and then they just the presentation is different you know because like xt has guys that i'm super into but it's a it's a wwe show the way it's formatted is just another wwe show so it's like this is how it's going to be done you know whereas AEW, there's still things that they're doing in the presentation that are at least something new or different you know yeah it is very nice to step out of that i mean that's why i liked watching new japan for the longest time is that it was just nice to have some contrast right just not yeah. watching everything be exactly the same i mean it's nice that nxt is a little bit different but i yeah. mean it's still it's got the ww stink on it definitely especially i mean the more and more yeah it gets bigger it's definitely becoming more of a part of the machine <laughs> What's the next? What's the next big superhero movie supposed to be? Uh, I think. I mean, Wonder Woman's still coming out, and and Black Widow's coming out eventually. They were already supposed to be out. Yeah, I think those are, those are the two. They're aiming. They're still aiming to get them out this year. Okay. Wonder Woman's supposed to come out next month, but we'll see. <laughs> so that'll be part two or something, or at least the second yeah. movie. Yeah, I haven't. Seen, I still haven't seen the first one. Shame. <laughs> I own it, and I haven't watched it. I don't, you it's, it? the same, it's the same thing as mania it's like i am so busy with kids and work and everything else it's hard to sit down and watch a three hour long movie is that how long it is yeah, yeah it's yeah. almost three hours i enjoyed it i i've watched it multiple times okay uh that's the only thing that has stopped me from watching it. i turn that box over and it says two hours and 49 minutes or whatever i'm like oh, jesus I, i'm gonna have to watch this in sections i thought you meant the only the only reason you hadn't watched it is because he had watched it twice and you were doing it on spike. <laughs> <laughs> like, you watched it watch. once for me <laughs> i watched it once for you buddy i got your back did you guys uh either one of you watch glow have you seen oh, watch yeah. that Netflix yeah, watch, show glow watch first season uh i saw yeah i saw a little bit of it it, it didn't it didn't grab me but uh, um, it's pretty interesting second season got better than the first one definitely because they they do more character development but it's i i enjoyed it only because of how overacted it is uh and i remember watching glow when i was a kid so 
Sure. Yeah. So do I, 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 I just, I didn't get into it. I don't know why, but I, I know that a lot of people liked it. Um, it was, it was well done as far as I heard, you know? Yeah. I don't think the first season they delved into the, the, all of the characters as much. They just, the, they had like their three main characters that they did all their acting off of and, you know, the angst and all the issues that they had. And then now they're really, really bringing out everybody's, you know, draw to why they went to wrestling and what their franchise is supposed to be about. And it, it definitely got much better. It took two seasons. Okay. To get um, but I loved it. What, did you guys watch search party what is search party it was a show two seasons were on tbs and then the new season just came out on hbo max it's got um ali shawcat who was maybe on arrested development and it had ron livingstone from like office space and that yeah. it's yeah. like this group of friends and a, you know there's like a guy gets murdered and then whatever but it's I don't know. I don't even know where you can find the first two seasons now because it since it left TBS. But a really fun, good show, and the that like it came to my head because you're talking about you know shows sort of coming along. And by this third season, it was like there are just points where I was like, every character is perfect. Now you know, yeah. like that that was a good show. Yeah, can't say I've heard of it, but I'll look for it now. Okay, check it out, man. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been watching too 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 much TV. I've been watching a lot of old shit. I've been watching NYPD Blue and <laughs> all this other old shit. Uh, what have what have I been watching new? I was been to a, I was watching what we do in the shadows, the show. Have yeah, you seen see, that? I love that movie, but that's another thing where I like. I saw a little bit of season one, and it didn't, but but I do have a quick trigger. Sometimes I, you know, I'm I'm wrong, you know. So uh, is the is the TV show real good? Yeah, it definitely gets better past the first couple episodes. Batista's in an episode there. All right. There's an episode where they have like a vampire council and it's all vampires from movies. Like okay. Pee Wee Herman's playing his character from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And uh, Wesley Snipes is on Skype on a laptop <laughs> and he's lagging behind. So he keeps bringing up shit and they're like, we already fucking talked about that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no, it gets movie? a lot better. And, and I just got into season two. My brother said season two is even better. I couldn't get past the first two episodes. So. You guys like the movie? Oh, I love the movie. I can't yeah. say I've ever seen the movie. Yeah, the movie's the movie, Just watch the movie. The movie uh, is awesome, I thought. Super yeah. funny. I no, yeah, I love that movie. I watched it I watched it once on YouTube, and it was like fucked with, like the audio was tweaked, and yeah. then I was able to find a real copy of it, and I watched it like three times. Yeah, that movie's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, I weird. love the dude. Um, I think he might he's – in, he's in the TV show too. Uh, um, British guy who's – he was on Snuffbox and he was on Mighty Bush. Um, I can't think of his fucking name. He he's one of the main vampires, though. I think both on the show and in the movie. Well, it's not Taika Waititi, right? The guy that directs. No, no. Uh, um, Clement. No, he's like he's a British guy. Uh, anyway, doesn't matter. But he's good. <laughs> <laughs> I've been uh, intently watching Family Ties. That's what. That's. Oh. I I decided to go back. Uh, I have CBS All Access or whatever, and yeah, uh, I was like, "All right, let's throw Family Ties on there every day at lunch." And yeah, I'm like, "How did I watch this to begin with?" I'm, I'm loving it, but the kids are like, like the youngest child in that at this point is 11, and she's trying to pick up an 18 year old. It's like, how old were these kids back then? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I remember, I remember liking it back in the day, but I, yeah, I have no idea what it was actually, what was going on. Probably, you know. 
Oh, the very first episode deals with Alex, who's at the point 16, and he's uh, delivering groceries to a woman who invites him over for the night and gives him wine. And he drinks wine, and he sleeps with her. He's 16! (laughs) What the hell? And she's like, I don't know, 25? (laughs) Different days, man. Different days. (laughs) Like The 80s were great! Just rich white people having fun. (laughs) Unbelievable. This is crazy. So let's talk about the podcast a little bit. How, how have you found the just the experience of podcasting itself? I mean, we love it. It's it's something. It gives us something to look forward to all week. It's 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 fun to feel creative. I mean, you're a stand up comedian, so I mean, you you get to flex that muscle a lot more than we do. But I mean, what how has it been for you? I mean, you've been you guys been doing this for a long fucking time now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's 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 fun. It's it's sort of like you know when we were like we keep doing it and it was like well we're gonna talk about wrestling together so we might as well just record it you know yeah so it's kind of that thing of like yeah you just initially i wasn't sure that i needed to do it i didn't know you know if anybody would give a shit or whatever but but the thing you want to do i feel the ones that usually something comes of you know rather than being like i have this idea i think cool or you know already on board with something but um yeah no i mean it's been it's been fun and and we've gone so many places and done shows and seen shows and it's uh yeah it's been great and i mean podcasting in general is obviously like has changed my life because my wife has you know one of the biggest podcasts in the world and it has completely changed our entire uh world but uh so podcasting anytime i see people being like who needs another who you know like slagging on podcasts i'm like the fuck you slagging a podcast for like it's it's it is the one thing that you can anybody can do and there's nobody trying to fucking control it or give you notes or whatever you get to fucking do it and if it and if people care they care and if they don't they don't so um i i dig the i dig the form i dig the medium and and it's been uh super fun that's what's taken away from most of my other media intake is that all i do for the most part is listen to podcasts because i can do it wherever if I'm washing the dishes or the kids are watching some shit I don't want to watch, I just hang out in the kitchen and listen to podcasts. Or, uh, I mean, Ben Ben does a podcast with me. He doesn't even listen to podcasts. Nope. <laughs> Not that I don't want to. I just, I have, I, I'm still stuck in the, the media age where I have to visually see it. Yeah. I'm old school. It's just the way I've been for a long time. Uh, and I, I, I plan on listening to a lot more podcasts, but it's when I get in the basement and I start working on my, uh, I do restorations of matchbox cars and, diecast cars and i'll have time to listen when i'm sitting there doing that that's wild dude because you know uh when we were kids my brother's three years older than me but he's all he's a firefighter now but he always wanted to be a firefighter almost like in a way of like if someone wanted to be a wrestler or wanted to be a fucking rock and roll star or whatever it's always in so he would always take our matchbox cars and then fucking turn them into fire trucks somehow you would like take a truck that was something else and you would like build some shit onto it he's but he is he's sort of like he never, he had never redone a bathroom he's like i'm just gonna redo this bathroom and he just can do it so like he just had that sort of skill to be like but yeah so i different than what you're talking about but but still like chain augmenting some matchbox cars to fit his vision i did a lot as a kid you know i'd just take my mother's craft paints and i'd just paint you know but now i'm doing it as an adult uh, you blow them apart you strip them down you add stuff to them you repaint them you put different wheels on them and it it's a giant world on youtube right now 
and there's so many people doing it and that's what i follow i I follow a lot of those videos and uh there's a bunch of guys in like australia and britain and it's just so fun to do uh josh has a few of the ones that i've done um i did a thor one i've got a few videos up on youtube but okay um nothing fantastic i'm not i'm not gonna say i'm gonna be a professional anytime soon but i'm not bad yeah back in the day that was the fucking like there was the store in my town and at the register there was a case and they would have the cars and you'd be like i want the number six you know and then you'd get it in that fucking you know they, they already had hot wheels and shit that were like on the hang hangers but but it was still like matchbox was still like in the thing where you got it in a in a matchbox essentially you know yeah they still have those, but they cost a lot more than they used to. Back in the day, they were a buck, and you got them yeah. in a box, and they had real wheels on them now. You want to buy those type that come with the box, and those are upwards to like six or seven bucks now. It's crazy. Wow. The same thing that I used to get as a kid for a dollar. Yeah. I just love that presentation, though, where you, you would like go, and you'd be like, fuck. Uh, I, guess I'll, I guess I'll take 17. You know, like you, you could get one probably, and you had to like sort it out, but. Yeah, I'd like to see something in a Mustang if I could. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, uh, we we yeah we just started. We were doing a, a Smallville podcast where we were going up through episode through episode of that, but the the editing for that was just insane, and the the research and shit. We just didn't have the time to keep doing it now. But I mean, I've been wanting to do this podcast for like eight years. It took me eight years to finally just say, "All right, let's fucking sit down and do this." Can't be yeah. that hard. <laughs> yeah. And, and do you end up that, editing a lot? When we do like the commentaries and stuff, it's real easy. It's just edit the beginning, edit the end, and drop in the intros and outros. Editing, like this interview, it all depends really how smooth it goes. If you sit there and, you know, there's a lot of empty space or, you know, you're saying um a lot, shit like that. You know, sit there and sift through it. But And it's also just like a, a time thing. If you, if you Once you do it a lot, you just get faster at it. Right. I mean, when I first started doing it, it would take me like three hours to edit an episode. It would take you twice as long as it took to record the fucking episode to edit it. But yeah, now I'm, now I'm pretty good at it. Now it's pretty easy. Right on. I hope but I haven't been, said too many ums. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> the hardest part has been finding the audience because we are a lot bigger on Facebook than we are on like Twitter and stuff because we've just been doing it there longer. But mm-hmm. no, but none of our Facebook fans listen to our podcast. They just are there for all the memes and shit that we make. Okay. Like, we have a third guy who's on the show sometimes and he like paid to, to show a lot of our posts and he just targeted people he knew would wind up liking our page, but yeah, they were just doing it for that content. So it's like those, those numbers aren't coming across. Like if we had 6,000 people listening to the fucking show, we'd be killing it. We got 6,000 people where a couple of them like a fucking, you know, Spider-Man post once a week. That's not really doing us any favors. <laughs> right. But when it does come down to it, you can, you know, you can at least show you have X amount of people following you, you know, yeah. so yeah. it's not, it's not completely lost, but yeah, it is that weird thing of like trying to figure out how to, how to find people and how to engage them. But I think, you know, like, the the first rule in podcasting I, I has to be that you release your show uh, regularly at the same time on the same day because the people who do listen, a lot of them, you know, like when I lived in New York, it's like, okay, it's Monday, it's this, it's Tuesday, it's this, you know? And so yeah. I think that's, that's the first thing you have to do is just make sure you're there for the people who are trying to get it and it's, you know, consistent. But, but outside of that, I, I, I don't know, man, how, how you – 
rate other than just keep going. Yeah, Twitter's been we've been on Twitter for about three weeks and have gotten probably five times the amount of listeners we've gotten off of the Facebook page we've had for almost a year. So Yeah, I woke up to a bunch of alerts this morning from some tweets you guys put out like a lot of response to it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, my phone is constant all night long. Bing, bing, bing. It's like holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a nice little community. Like we found a good group of like our contemporaries, a lot of people that have around the same amount of episodes we have and have around the same amount of followers and stuff like that. So it's nice to have people that are, you know, and they've been, they've been extremely supportive. So it's nice to, to just kind of champion one another and, and, and push each other's shit. And, and that's what most people have been saying. Like, you guys are really consistent. And I'm like, it doesn't, I, I don't find consistency to be the hard part. I don't just get right. a couple in the bank. That way, if some shit goes down, you yeah. ain't got to worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, He's just yeah. But I mean, I guess it's easier for us because we have been doing movie commentaries. We can sit down and watch a movie whenever and record it. Yeah, it's I mean, if, you're doing, yeah. if you're doing, you know, news shit, you can't really, you know, not, you're not really releasing an episode with news from three weeks ago. Nobody's going to care. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, for us, you know, it's going on and it's just, you know, you just kind of slowly try to, if, if you're into doing it, there's no reason to not do it. And then, you know, slowly, uh, like we've just continued to sort of grow. I don't think there's, there's no reason to think at some point we're going to explode at this point, but we've sort of enjoyed this sort of, you know, just a steady slow and been able to do shit, you know? Yeah. That's pretty much where we, we just want to get to that point where we can, we can be, that's why, that's the fun thing about doing commentaries. It's like, you could totally do this live. Yeah. You can go to a con and get a two hour block and do a fucking movie commentary live and people will like it. You know what I mean? That's what I want. Uh, your buddy Joe DeRosa, his podcast, I don't even know if he's still doing it because they moved to Patreon. Uh, we'll see you in hell. That that show's great. And they were doing that for a while. They were doing movie commentaries. And Yeah, uh, they're still doing it. The, the Patreon is still going. They they decided to just go over there completely. But, yeah. But yeah, so it's still it's still happening, but it's just a, only in that realm. Love that show. I love Joe. Message Joe. Joe could have been on here. Joe didn't return my messages. <laughs> fucking DeRosa, man. And Patty Walsh is also a fucking great dude. Yeah, I love Pat Walsh. Everything he does, how how he's not a performer, how he leans more towards writing. I, I, will, I mean, I'm sure he's good at it, but I mean, he yeah. is just such a such a funny guy naturally. I love Pat yeah. Walsh. Totally. I love love to have him on the show eventually. So yeah, while well, we round down here, um, what have you been focusing on lately? I mean, I know the world's a bit fucked up, mm-hmm. but um, you you obviously you, you stage manage your wife's show. You've yeah. been doing more music lately. You bring in the. Uh, yeah, so I, I I have a like Jesse Pop's album just came out so I've been uh, I had been working on that and now it, it's sort of out there other than you know sending out tape orders because we did some limited cassettes um, and then I have a um, I'm, I'm working on a, a seven inch for a band called Pilau out of DC hardcore band so that just went to the plant and so I'm you know I had been working on that and now I'm getting everything ready for once it's you know gonna come out um and then uh, uh other than that just you know fucking around working on we watch wrestling but yeah you're kind of, you're sort of limited to how much you can do vince does the theme song on his podcast and it's it's great i mean it was already a song before that but we released uh, a couple songs during we've released a couple songs during the quarantine because we had recorded right before the shit hit and then we were going like well you know, the, the one song sort of was apropos and then the other one we decided to try to raise some money with. And so once this is over, it's, uh, we'll hopefully be able to get back going on, on making more tunes, you know? Yeah, no, I've been, 
butter your bed here at the end just to just as I can. I think I think you are extremely I mean not underrated. I just think you should you should be in a hell of a lot more stuff because you are fucking funny, dude. Thank I you. uh I've listened to your your you made it weird quite a few times because oh. I just think I just think I don't I don't talk a lot on that though. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes it's hard <laughs> with Pete. <laughs> it's always hard with Pete, but yeah. yeah. Well then yeah, sometimes you just get steamrolled, Vince. You need you be more uh be more assertive. You were on your right. uh you're uh, getting getting dug with high, oh. and you were you were just sitting in the background. Doug didn't uh, didn't really appreciate you very much. Well, you know, uh, I was there to Sherpa Joe DeRosa. That was my role. I had been I had been brought there to keep Joe from losing his mind. Yeah, and <laughs> and then I got fucking exponentially high. Um, but yeah, I didn't. Uh, I I it was hard to, to get anything going with, with Doug that day, but what are you going to do? You know? Yeah. I, I couldn't believe when you guys were like, yeah, we pre-gamed it before we came in here to do a show where we smoke weed. <laughs> well, that was the plan. We were like, if we get high first, then the freak, whatever freak out will have happened. And then you you can kind of just go. And that is sort of what happened. Like in the car, they sent a car for us and we were going from like, you know, at water village, to downtown or maybe the west yeah i was over in the west side somewhere culver city but but that's like a fucking 45 minute drive in traffic so i remember in the car being like oh yeah here we go you're 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 fucking freaking out dude (laughs) and but then by the time we got there it was like now all you can do is just get fucking sent to outer space because you've already sort of passed over that so it did work in 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 as much as we weren't i wasn't freaking out i don't know i can't remember if joe freaked out or not but I remained high for a long, long time, much longer than normal after that. We were like, after we left that place, I didn't, I didn't get right for a, a, a day, I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I love, I like that show. I think Doug's, Doug's a, he's a all right guy. He's a funny enough guy. I mean, people clearly love him, but um, Joe is just, Joe's great. I love Joe and, and, I'd like to see you do more shit like that. Just get your name out there because you are, you are fucking talented. You're funny. You're just such a chill guy. I can't imagine anyone not liking you. I appreciate that, man. I think that's, that might also be my, what's going against me is because I am a chill guy and I sort of am happy in doing what I do. And so I've, I've never been super or I've, and I've also never really been like, Oh, this is the goal. I'm going to, this and get there you know so that might be part of it but um i also think maybe doug because doug is high at all times <laughs> his his social you know some of his social um interactions are not what they could otherwise be that's just my opinion yeah i mean you're just preaching the choir dude i i don't know what i want to fucking do with my life because i'm just i'm just kind of all right with everything like it is yeah. it's a hard thing to do i mean that's why we, we would like this to go somewhere eventually you know I've always said if I can make a dollar more than I make a year at fucking working at Pizza Hut, I'll quit that motherfucker right away. <laughs> like, yeah. Because like, yeah. I just don't know what I want to do because I just want to do something fun. I don't want to do something that's boring. I don't want to do something just for a paycheck. I want to do something I enjoy. Yeah. Agreed. But it is, it, is, it is more difficult. And, you know, as I moved into new stand-up thing, I just never – a lot of people were like, I'm going to ultimately write this or I'm going to tour that, you know, like, and I just – was like i don't want a real job i'm just gonna try to do whatever i can and i have been successful at that so i guess i guess the one thing i did focus on happened but 
but yeah, it's, it's a little harder. I think when you don't have that, like, this is what I, I have my vision board. And then by the end of the year or by the end of two years, I'm going to do this, you know, but I don't rock the Ryback. Uh, what is it? What is that book called? <laughs> the the secret? Secret? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. Putting out positive energy or whatever, what is it? Po- positive mental energy or whatever. <laughs> wish I fucking. All right, Vince. Well, we won't take up any more of your time here. We've had you for quite a while. I appreciate um, it, guys. I do. This was, um, this was super you. great. You were, you were awesome as we expected you would be. I dig it. And, and, um, and uh, yeah, so you guys stay safe and, and thank you very much for having me on. Uh, I, I dig it, dude. Yeah. If you guys are ever in Boston again, let us know. We'll come down and uh, watch the live show. Ain't no doubt about it. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Awesome. Thank you so much, man. No problem. Nice to All meet right, you guys. Later, Thanks, boys. Buddy. Have a good day. Four nerds, my nerds. There you have it, folks. What a great episode. What a fun conversation with Vince. Thank you again, Vince Averill, for coming on the show. It was an incredible honor for me. I know Ben had a really good time. I know the fans will have a really good time with it. We'd be happy to have Vince on again anytime. He was just such a joy to talk to. We didn't get to his plugs. That's my bad, so we'll throw him in right here. At Vince Averill on Twitter, Instagram. Follow We Watch Wrestling Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Listen to the We Watch Wrestling Podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. Watch Monday Night Beers on YouTube. And, you know, get Vince's name out there. If you like the show, if you like all those other things that I just listed, make sure you tell him and make sure you tweet out how much you enjoy him. Let's, let's really get Vince over here. July is wrapping up. So Batman month will be over. We got a lot of new fun things coming in August. So look forward to that. Follow us on Twitter at FMBN Podcast. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram, FMBN for you. And we are available anywhere podcasts are found. That's it for this week's episode. I'm Josh. And for Ben, this is the Four Nerds by Nerds Podcast signing off. Stay nerdy, my friends. <laughs>